so good to have you today to be with us on this session as we're the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle and we are here in Mendon, Louisiana. We're happy that you joined with us. Hope that you'll invite your friends and family to join with us today and share in this discussion that we're having. We were discussing about um, how that the gospel of Christ is the power of God and the salvation. And it gives us the power to live and overcome in life. So um, does, does the Bible have anything to say that we have to remain sinners or that we can be victorious over sin? What does the Bible actually teach about that? Well, Paul in Romans 6 says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness. And he goes on to say in verse 14, he says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. Mm -hmm. So it shows that there's a power. And, you know, I think in this world that we live in, we we have so so many people that want to just say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, but I got this and I have this situation. I smoke, I drink, I have this little issue. Drugs, and, they, and drugs, whatever, you know, and they allow that kind of to be like, like we said last time, a cop out, you know, of, uh, but I, I believe that he didn't just come to save us in our sins. He come to save us from our sins. When you go back to, to verse one in Romans six there, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Right. So we just keep sinning that the grace of God is going to so, cover our sins and yeah. cover our sins. And Paul emphatically says right behind it, God forbid. How yes. should we how should we that are dead in sin live any longer therein? We're dead to sin. Yes, that's right. We've been baptized into his baptism. We raised with him in his resurrection. We can't continue to live in sin because why? Because our desires and our natures have been changed. Yes. That's what the whole new birth is about. So all things have passed away. Right. And all and behold, things become new. All things become new. We're yeah. a new creation, and it, in being a new creation, we're a new genus or a new species, right. and we are born in the God life with the God species. Amen. In verse 4 in Romans 6, it says there that we should walk in the newness of life. Amen. So he's going through this whole realm of sin and the departure of sin and the newness of life and an overcoming victory as far as being reborn. There's a newness. That old life is dead. Amen. You're not packing a dead corpse running with you the whole time. It's a new life. It's got life and it's got power in it. That man's got to die for you to live victorious. Well, do you have seven steps that you got to go through, or some type of rehab, um, in order to get this? Uh, what What's the deal? There's a very simple prescription given on the day of Pentecost: repent, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. And with that comes the power to overcome all the things that used to bind you. You know, I don't think we should ever be guilty as those that have a form of godliness but deny the power of God. That's the, when you do that, to me, you, you give preeminence or you give power to the things of the enemy. Yeah. You say this thing of the enemy is more powerful than, than, that, than that Holy Spirit that I've accepted. People that say, well, I'm, I'm born again, but I still do this, this, and this. What you're saying is that that life that Jesus Christ gave you isn't powerful enough to overcome those small hindrances of the devil. And, and to me, that's a slap in the face to the sacrifice that Jesus, the price that he paid for us. He didn't pay that price that we could continue in sin. Right. God forbid. You bring a good point. If we lived under the law, 
then we very well may be defeated in our testimony right. because the law didn't have the power to break nicotine, to break alcohol, right. to break sex spirits and it just desires. would condemn you for it. It would only condemn you. Right. But the blood of Jesus Christ, when Christ uh, died at Calvary, he broke the backbone of Satan. Mm, it's finished. Sin was absolutely finished at Calvary. That's Satan right. has no rights. The power of God destroyed every work of sin exactly. at that moment, that day at Calvary. Praise the Lord. And then at the day of Pentecost, when they received the life of God, it was the very life of God, the victory of God. And the whole New Testament, all the writers of the New Testament, the scriptures that you're reading, it all speaks over victory, victory over sin yes. and power over sin and victorious lives. So the Peter then that cursed and lied and denied Christ, it was a changed man then Amen. at, at uh, Pentecost when exactly. the Holy Spirit right. came oh, yeah. into him and he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Like and Brother, Brother Craig speaking about being under the law, they, under the law they was under the blood of bulls and goats. And, you know, that life when that lamb was slain, it could not come back. You know, the life of a, a woolly lamb could not come back in the believers. So that blood, that blood would just cover the sin. The man, if he came in with lust, he left with it. He was forgiven. There was a sacrifice. It was, But he still had it. But... I love how you said about the power of Jesus, it, the blood of Jesus. It broke the backbone. Yeah. And now we can see people, we all a witness to the people that went through steps and programs trying to quit alcohol, cigarettes, chain smokers, generations of chain smokers in, the, in just a moment in that presence. Just Amen. one moment. Just right. gone. Yeah. I mean, to say that I, I don't know what happened. I don't even desire those Not things. Not even a desire. Not a desire. Matter of fact, I hate to even smell it anymore. Yes, I mean, it just totally, that's what the blood of Jesus, because it's not a, a covering of the sin to where that still had that, you know, that's whatever right. in your life, but it annihilates. And to me, that's such a, a shame that the church has done that, is that they've turned the blood of Jesus Christ into a covering. Yeah. In other words, they treat it just like the blood of bulls and goats. Yes, you're forgiven, just as they were in the Old Testament, but you still have that thing, and you're still going to fall to it, and, and that's why you got to come back and ask forgiveness again, and you're still going to fall to it. Instead of the fact that the blood of Jesus is a bleach, and when the sin is put in there, it's done away with, you can't find a trace of it, it deals with the sin issue. That's right. See, bleach has a power in it, and it's the power of disassociation. So you take a drop of ink and put it into, a, say, a cup of bleach, and in just a few seconds, it's completely dissociated. The contents and the elements of that uh, ink is completely dissolved, and it goes back to its natural first uh, elements that it was actually originated from. In the same way the power of the blood has, it has the power to disassociate sin from our lives. That's right. Where we That's once right. used to smoke or drink and desire to womanize or anything like that, the power of the Holy Spirit, the blood of Christ, has a power to disassociate that and completely rewrite a man's life. Let, Break it off your Let life. me read about this bleach. It says, Know you not that unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God, be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, mm. nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, oh, yeah. but ye are washed, <laughs> there you are, you are sanctified, yes. you are justified in the name of our Lord Jesus and by the Spirit 
of our God. Amen. That word washed there means loosed. Loose. It's Amen. a perfect loosing from the God bondage of sin, whatever form that it come in. It's washed us, loosed us, freed us. Praise the Lord. And look, God didn't free you to put you back in bondage. Amen. The Brother, blood didn't come to free us to put us back in bondage to something else. Brother We're Joe, free. Obviously, obviously they they experienced the power of the blood in that first church. Amen. Does he do it today? Does the blood still hold the same Absolutely power today? Absolutely, it holds. Is there testimonies like this? Were well, you always a Christian? No, sir. Were you always a Christian? No. Then it has to hold, Brother Tim. Were you always a no. Christian? We all came in this world, as the Bible says, in sin that my mother conceived me, or iniquity. So we came born in sin, shaping iniquity. But there had to have something else take place. There had to be a new birth where we were born, not from our our natural parents and their genetics that they handed down, but we got born again of a new spirit, His spirit, so that those genetics can be transferred into us. Praise His desires Lord. become our desires. The, right. sins, the, the desires of sin is no longer there, Amen. no longer thought about. because Why? Because, like you said, the power of sin is broken off of a believer's life. Praise the Lord. And now His desires are to please God. Yes, That's Amen. right. His nature has been Beautiful. changed. He's not the same rough nature that he was born with in this natural world, his nature's been conformed to the image of Christ. Amen. And Paul would tell us, be not conformed to this world, but transformed. And I think that's where the church is missing it. They're not being transformed by the power of God. That's true. They're conforming, They're conforming to this. Well, we can bring a nice rock band into the church and get all the kids there. Right. I've had many people tell me at my, my workplace, they're marveled at our young people, how dedicated they are to the Lord. Like, what do you do at your church? So we preach the gospel. Preach the word. That's right. We don't have rock groups. We don't have country western. We don't have social gigs. We don't have pizza parties and things like that. We preach the gospel. The gospel has the power to save. If the gospel can't save a man, who are we to try to save a man? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the gospel. It takes the blood. It takes preaching Christ and him crucified. That's right. Amen. But not only crucified, rose and uh, resurrected again. And come again. As he did on the day of Pentecost to enter into man to give them that genesis and that nature of the Holy Ghost. So shall we continue in sin? God forbid. (laughs) I know what it's done for me personally. Yes. I mean, I was 22, 21 years old when I met Christ. I remember that night very vividly of me kneeling beside my bed. I said, God, if you don't do something with this life, I'm going to take it because I don't have a desire to live anymore. And would you believe it? When I got up the next morning, something happened. Amen. I mean, something notably happened. My language completely changed overnight. The words that would flow out of my mouth days and weeks and months prior to that or before that was all foul, you know, vulgar language, but all of a sudden it began to change. It changed immediately. Then things began to fall off and fall off and fall off. That's the power of God. Amen. And I'm telling you, the Amen. power is alive today Absolutely. to change a life. You Absolutely. don't have to live in sin. Amen. You can live above sin, but there's only one way to live above sin, Absolutely. and that's to be born again of the Spirit of that's God. Right. I've experienced it. I know it to be true. I've met murderers that have been converted by the power of God. Kill, killers of, of more than uh, eight people, and I've I've seen drug addicts set free, alcoholics set free, mm. homosexuals can be set exactly free. right. People bound by depression and all manner of evil, they don't have to live like that. There is a power of God. God can meet them in His power, set them free, and bring joy and life, That's right. and give them purpose for why they're here. Break the yoke of sin off of their life. Amen. 
and and I think Paul said it, you know, so clearly. Of such were some of you. Yeah, that's right. And and yeah. every one of us, you know, <laughs> were born in sin and had our experience in sin. And so of such were some of you, but you are washed, right. but you Praise are sanctified, but you are cleansed by exactly. the blood of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And what that blood is is the very blood life, the very life of Christ comes into you and fills you with his spirit. And that gives you that overcoming power. Amen. 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 It's, it's a, it is a must for the yes. church today. Oh, I, I emphatically agree. If, you, if you're not living above sin, then something's wrong somewhere in your experience. That's right. That's right. And, and if your church is not preaching that you can live above sin, there's something wrong somewhere in that church. Yeah. Well, you know, today we make a lot of excuses. You know, even, um, you know, um, the ministers, well, um, he'll go out and, and maybe live with a prostitute or be caught with a prostitute. Well, you know, what do you think? They're just human. Well, you see, we're more than human when we're born again. That's our first birth. Exactly right. In our first birth, we were born human. Our second birth, we're born sons of God. Amen. And those who have a, has a new birth, who are truly born of the Holy Spirit, they have the God life in them. Like I said um, in one of our other sessions, you know, Jesus, you know, there was manifesting his life. He had went away. He sent back his own spirit because as the scripture said, if you don't have the, the spirit of Jesus, you're none of his. Exactly right. And the spirit of Jesus came and now 120 yeah. Jesuses was exactly. there Amen. on the, the day of Pentecost. Sons of God who could meet the powers of darkness and overcome and prevail. Well, it's yeah. obvious by, by Paul's writings in the New Testament that the early church had this same revelation we're talking about. Exactly. They didn't believe in walking in sins and, and claiming being saved. They didn't they didn't believe that at all. They they believed in this, but somewhere something began to change ever so slightly. Yes. And so by the time that we arrive here today, then we we have a powerless gospel. You know, there's no power to heal, there's no power to deliver, there's no power to save. There's no power to live a clean life. We have divorces and marriage and divorce and marriage and divorce all happening in the Christian church until they can't tell any difference between the church and the world. Right. And that's what's sad. And, and it is sad. Yeah. Well, even to the point that we got homosexual ministers preaching the gospel. Right. How do you preach the gospel when your life is full of sin? The Bible said, let him that nameth the name of Christ depart, depart from, from his iniquity. iniquity. Exactly. The, right. the early church would not stand sin in the church. They, they stood against it. And, and there, there are many today that have, have substituted uh, the, the freedom of Christ, the experience of Christ, the full experience of Christ. And they have tried to reform behavior. They have... They have substituted the power of God for counseling and psychology, psychology and taking different avenues that never can do what conversion can exactly. do. Exactly. And never do it. And I, I just feel to say this while we're here, that if there's someone listening in that, you know, that is hungering for God, that to access this power, 
you can access it right where you are Amen. through faith. Right. And a lot of the time, the problem is not the power of God, a lack thereof. Right. It's the lack of faith in God's Word today. Well, and there is an access. I know by experience, I wasn't saved in a church. I was in my home. Right. And I developed a hunger for God, and I called upon Him, and He met me there. Yeah. And the Bible said, all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Yes, and sir. you can access God right here and now and say, God, deliver me from this exactly. and reveal yourself to me. And he will take you on from That's there. Right. And, I, and I just want to say to those maybe listening, some may be at their end or just feel like, you know, I'm so discouraged because I've gone from pillar to post, church to church, and I can't find that doesn't change the fact that God's truth still remains Amen. true right. today Amen. for every believer, anyone that will take him at his word. That's right. Amen. That's right. So today we found that churches have become a treatment center for sin. And so they treat the symptoms of sin. You know, well, you shouldn't commit adultery. Uh, now you, you should do this and reform your behavior. And so churches have become a treatment center for sin and where they should be preaching and presenting a sin cure. Amen. Amen. And that sin cure, again, is found in the eternal prescription where it was Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Amen. repent every one of you. Yeah. And that means to turn from your sins from and be Amen. baptized in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ for the remission of sin. And, you know, God will meet a sincere heart before yes, he, he says you shall receive the you gift shall. of the Holy exactly. Ghost. And this promise is to you, is to your children, is to them that are far off, no matter how far you've strayed away from God. As, you know, as many as the Lord Praise our God Lord. shall call. So if God's calling your heart, there's a God to respond Amen. to you. If there's a deep calling to the deep, yes, sir. there's a deep to respond. Amen. And in our next session, we're going to talk more about the church and how it fell away and and um, and how that today that there is the power of God and the salvation to bring the church back on the right track again Glory. because God will have a church yes, without spot or wrinkle. Amen. God Amen. bless you till we meet again. Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.